Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creative and curious. I'm your host, Kimberly Gertakes. I'm delighted to have Laura Calza and Makai Black. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Let's dive right in. How do you guys define contemporary art? Well, contemporary art is such a broad term that encompasses a wide range of artistic practices and expressions. It's different from other types of art because it focuses on addressing social, cultural, and political issues happening all around the world. Yeah, and it's not just about aesthetics or technical skill. Contemporary art celebrates experimentation, innovation, and the exploration of new mediums. It's all about pushing boundaries and thinking outside the box. Yeah, I totally agree. This reminds me a lot of what Ai Weiwei, the artist and activist, said. Contemporary art is about breaking boundaries, pushing limits, and speaking truth to power. It is a means of challenging the status quo and promoting social change. One artist that continually did this during the early 1980s and throughout the 1990s is Crystal. Yeah, his full name is Crystal Vladimirov Jarvajit. Most of his work was done alongside his wife, Jean-Claude Denat, right? Yeah, their works have been exhibited in prestigious museums worldwide. Speaking of their works, let's take a closer look at a few of their notable installations, like The Running Fence in California. I've heard of The Running Fence. It was an installation that stretched for 24.5 miles across the landscape of California. It sparked a lot of controversy and questions because many people didn't truly get the meaning behind their piece. Yeah, but later on, Crystal revealed that The Running Fence was a celebration of the land, sky, and the environment, while also inviting people to find joy and beauty in the world around them. Their pieces are almost like an experience. One of their pieces that has really stuck out to me was the Valley Curtain in Colorado. It was a massive orange curtain that spanned 1,250 feet across a narrow valley. Wow. I I must think that that piece alone challenged artistic boundaries and relationships between art, and nat- art nature, and human invention that many other artists would be hesitant to explore. Didn't they do a piece here in Miami? Yes, he did. It was called uh, The Surrounding Islands. He transported 11 small islands and wrapped them with pink fabric. That took a lot of determination. This took place in the islands in Biscayne Bay. How was he able to wrap those islands? They were probably protected by environmentalist organizations in Florida or by the local government. That's one of the things that Crystal gets admired for the most. He collaborated and negotiated extensively with state and local governments before constructing his pieces in order to make sure that his pieces wouldn't affect the community, but also get the approval uh, to make his magnificent, magnificent pieces. His work and contributions to the art world remind me a lot of Michelangelo. He was born in Italy in 1475 and was a world-renowned sculptor, painter, and architect. His notable works include the David Sculpture, the Sassange Chapelle frescoes, and involvement in the design of St. Peter's Basilica during the 15th century. Michelangelo's talent and contributions to the Renaissance movement showcased exceptional skill, pushing artistic boundaries 
from past to the present. One of his pieces that I I love the most is the David. The David is a world famous piece by Michelangelo that he created using the medium of Carrara. Supposedly, he acquired the piece of Carrara marble when it was rejected by another well-known artist during that time. I heard that also Carrara was originally used mostly by Roman and Renaissance sculptures, but today continues to be widely used to create sculptures and other art mediums. Yeah, while Michelangelo and Crystal have distinct styles, normally both artists created transformative art that resonates with their audiences. I totally agree. Both of these artists have not only impacted the art world and inspired many artists that we have today. Although at times we may, many we, many will believe that to be different or raise a lot of contribution to the art, their ability to challenge norms and push the limits of art is what truly sets them apart. They dare to break free from social expectations, provoking thought and speak, sparking conversations about the role of art in society. I agree too. Their unconventional approaches and willingness to embrace new possibilities have left an indeniable mark on the art world, reminding us that true artistic expression knows no boundaries or limitations. Do you guys think you guys would be able to create pieces like Michelangelo and Crystal? Like Michelangelo and Crystal? That would be really hard. The way they continue to push boundaries and push limits and create new art pieces for new people throughout different generations is crazy. The way they affected the art world and how their dedication has really inspired people to this day would be really hard to to try to do again. I feel like Michelangelo and Crystal are, Crystal are one of the best art workers and artists to this day. Yeah. What do you think, Laura? I feel like also what they did took a lot of courage and bravery because not a lot of people go against like what normally people think because I feel like the humankind is naturally wired to follow like a group and what they believe in because they don't want to be an outcast or like be looked at. So I feel like what they did like really like took courage for them to do and for like to really put out there what they felt about the world. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Um, the, uh, that sole action of not following what everybody else was doing really impacted how famous they became and like how much they impacted people like rising that affected how they rose to fame and how basically they're world, re world renowned today. Okay, so next question. What was your favorite piece out of the ones mentioned by once we mentioned by Christo? Personally, my favorite piece was The Running Fence. Basically, it was an art installation by Crystal and his wife that took place in Son Sonoma and Marine Counties in California, the United States. So it was a white fabric fence stretched for 24.4 miles, 0.5 miles across the hills and landscapes of California. But it was later revealed that the piece was more of an invitation than in representation of the relationship between human invention and the natural world. According to Crystal, he, he wanted to create a work that would bring joy and beauty to people's lives. The fence is not a barrier. It's a celebration of the land, the sky, and the, and the surrounding environment. This running fence just really shows the dedication that Crystal put into his art pieces. Not only him, but his wife as well. I feel like them working together really made this beautiful piece of art that could be 
that could be thought of and it could really affect the world from today to forever. I totally agree. Yeah. What do you think, Laura? My my personally favorite piece that he did was called The Valley Curtain because it was basically a 1972 environmental artwork in which he created a orange curtain across the mountains of Colorado and people could drive up and see it. And I feel like, especially like the color orange, like really stood out between the mountains. And like, I feel like he put like a lot of effort into that. Like both of them put a lot of effort into that. So like, and meaning behind it, because I feel like, I don't know, they, they personally wanted like the curtain to like really like stand out and like get people's attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally agree. I'm sorry to interrupt, but like the artwork was so huge that like it took like years of preparations. So yeah, you can imagine. No, yeah. Like that piece was huge. Both both of these pieces were huge. They they took up a lot of land. But one of my favorite ones was the surrounding islands in Kibis that he did in Kibiscane in eleven islands in Kibiscane. He used this pink fabric to like um contrast against uh the blue waters. And also just the fact that he highlighted that aspect of Miami instead of what is more well-known in Miami, which is like the city and all this stuff. I really liked how he did that. So that's one of my favorite pieces by, by him. Do you guys believe that because much of Christo's work was temporary, it makes people appreciate it more? Oh, of course. I feel like things being temporary is like you have a time limit on when you can enjoy that specific thing. Because of this, I feel like Crystal's work really affected people and it really impacted the world um, in the time that he lived. If something is temporary, you would you would love it even more. You would really take, t- take the time out of your day to go see it, to go enjoy it, because you know it's going to leave sooner or later. Yeah, I totally agree. What do you think, Laura? I feel like temporary things in general are, like, really appreciated more because if things are there forever, like, people are just going to be like, oh, like, I can go whenever I want to see it. But, like, if they're temporary, it's just, like, one of a kind. So you either go see it now or you just don't see it at all. And I feel like that encouraged a lot of people to, like, go and and actually, like, see their artwork and, like, like, analyze it more. Because it's not going to be there, like, whenever, like, they want, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Because these most of these pieces were temporary, it brought a lot of people together and it brought a lot of people to these pieces. So, yeah, I definitely believe that, like, this contributed a lot to how famous their pieces became. And also, like, how Makai said that when something, like, when something's temporary, you appreciate it more because you probably will never see it again ever in your life so next question how do you guys think contemporary art contributes to social and social change and challenges the status quo um i see contemporary art is like a platform it forms as a platform for artists to like critique and bring awareness to a wide a, a wide range of social and environment concerns through their artworks, artists can engage in dialogue with society, challenge established norms, and provoke discussions on pressing issues. I feel like Crystal and Michelangelo use this contemporary art a lot to 
get across points that they never thought they could get across. Many people may not think art could be used to communicate, but that's what a lot of artists did. And I feel like that really challenged the status quo for a lot of people. Yeah, I totally agree. It did challenge the status quo. What do you think, Laura? I see contemporary art as another form of like advertising problems because if, for example, like if Michelangelo and Crystal did an art piece about like a certain uh social problem in their time, like people will go and see it and like become aware of what's going on like in their society that maybe like they maybe not not know. So like I feel like art really influences people like um actions and like how they like think of their society. Yeah. I totally agree. Like, con contemporary art contributes a lot to, like, the social aspects because people, I feel like people are more willing to be open when a certain problem or a challenge is displayed through art because it's not somebody basically telling you what's going on. It's your own way of interpreting it, but also the artist is contributing it, contributing his own interpretation into your own interpretation. I don't know if you guys get what I mean. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah, so I feel like it's another way of, like, a person being able to, like, come to terms with it by themselves, but while also having help from the artist through their art. Mm -hmm. So next question. What role do you think collaboration played in the success of Christo and Jean-Claude's artistic endeavors? I think collaboration played a very important role when it came to Crystal and his wife, Jean, because who would you want to have as a partner? That is the best partner you can have, like a husband and a wife traveling the world, creating art pieces for other people. That is, that would be really crazy. I feel like Crystal really appreciated his wife and his and her help throughout his adventures and throughout his life. And I feel like without her, he may have not even had that motive or the motivation to continue to do his art pieces and continue to affect the world. And I feel like that collaboration is what pushed him and pushed pushed them both to continue to create beautiful art pieces and communicate with the outside world. I totally agree. What do you think, Laura? Um, I think that especially in today's society, like finding that connection with someone is really rare. Because it's like really like where to find people that really appreciate art and just like to have your wife or your husband like appreciate it as much as you do. That's like special. Like that's one of a kind. And I feel like he really did like was grateful for his wife and like for everything that she did for him, especially like since she traveled with them and like actually like put effort into his artworks just as much as he did. Yeah. And I feel like you could see that relationship that they shared through their art because you can see all the love dedication that they put into each art piece that they created together and like I feel like his wife was such a crucial part of his art because she was like they were partners so I feel like without her he probably wouldn't have been able to make these grand pieces that took up I don't know how many miles and yeah, like, I feel like she contributed a lot to it, and so did he. Like, it was a, a partnership. Like, both of them had a lot to bring to the table because they were both really good artists. Um, yeah. Next question. 
How would you guys compare the artistic approaches of Michelangelo and Christo? Do you guys think their works share any type of similarities? Um, Michelangelo and Crystal, they did have their distinct styles, but for the most part, they both created transformative art. Michelangelo and Crystal both had the same approach to, they wanted to send a message and they wanted people looking at their art to see the bigger picture. They both have last, 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 left a lasting artistic legacy. They both wanted a, to create a big picture for everyone to look at. Yeah, I totally agree. What do you think, Laura? I think that, uh, like Makai said, like even though they have like different styles, they both had the same goal. It was just uh, like to be to uh, like just notice people like about like the problems that they had around their society, and I feel like. Uh, the work had a lot of meaning behind it. Like, I don't know, they just they just became aware of the problems and they wanted other people to, like, become aware also to, like, help, like, find a solution, you know? Even though, like, uh, Michelangelo's uh, uh, work were, like, really, like, spiritual, but, like, and Christo's work were, like, really environmental, like, they both had, like, the same end goal. Yeah, I totally agree. They both had the same end goal because, like, they both created this impact and they were very different from the other artists of their own era and that whole like creating change through their art that was very um different from other artists because although Cristo created like that change through inviting people into nature and uh highlighting aspects of nature and Michelangelo did it like through the David and through things that are more spiritually they both created a lot of impact and change with their artwork because they were not afraid to take that step and step outside of the social norms. Exactly. Um, last but not least, in your opinion, why is Michelangelo considered one of history's greatest artists? How does his work resonate with contemporary art? For me personally, I think Michelangelo is considered one of the greatest artists because of his impact. He has influenced past and present artists around the world, and his contemporary art recognizes his extraordinary talent. Not to mention, Michelangelo received commissions from some of the most wealthy and powerful men in his day, including popes and other affiliated with the church. He also influenced types of art such as frescoes and ceiling paintings. And there is really no telling how many people he has inspired to become an artist or to even express their feelings through more than just dialogue, but through art pieces. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Laura, what do you think? I feel like Michelangelo's pieces and were they were like mostly like spiritual. I feel like that automatically has meaning behind it because I feel like most most artists nowadays like ex, like express to the art how they're feeling instead of like like spirituality and like I feel like that gets like into a lot of people's like minds and hearts and I feel like since he did that like he automatically like won at art because he was like our one kind of an artist in that time and to, like my guy said like he received a lot of commissions from the government so like that proves that he was like an actually like awesome artist yeah 
not only did he get like that validation from like the popes and people that were in power during that time, but also people actually resonated like with his art. People like common people resonated with his art with 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 like an artist to resonate with people from high society during that time, from Michelangelo to the the poorest or the lowest class of that time. That takes a lot of effort and uh, time in your pieces because that that wasn't a coincidence that was intended by Michelangelo and also pieces like the David that raised a lot of shock and impact during that time also proved that Michelangelo is one of the greatest artists in history well yeah yeah, yeah. what do you think Laura no no I just I'm just agreeing with you because I don't know I feel like you give a really strong opinion. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> okay, so thank you guys so much for joining us today. My name is Kimberly Artakes. I was with Laura Calzada and Mekhi Black. I appreciate it. This concludes Exploring Art Podcast. Subscribe to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon. And remember to stay curious. Bye.